Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Coming up on TMS, Olivia Newton-John, The Taste of Australia. Jessica Cheesestain. Worrying about doors since 2011. Can I be your personal hoser? All forms of bacon are accepted. Isn't there a Gladiator movie called Gladiator something? Olympic gold medalist in painting naked wrestlers. Roseanne Barr syndrome. The chat doesn't give a crap about your peanut allergy. Enjoy your drink diapers. What are the dried up skins called? M&Ms are based on people! We need a man to explain it. Prized by pretzels. The rollable square with Tom. Full-throated recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Why? Do people get hit in the ass with it a lot? It's just an expression. Oh, I'm kind of worried about this door now, though. The morning stream. I got a middle finger. Good morning, all, and welcome to TMS. It is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023, and I am one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and there is another host right there. His name is Brian Ibbett. And I'm in your left ear. Yeah. Oh, we should do that like the way the Beatles did stuff for about a decade. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we and the way like, Bob and Doug did it in that uh, on that comedy album. Oh, did they do that? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh. Like, I'm in your left ear, eh? Oh, oh. <laughs> you need some cleaning in here, eh? Oh, maybe you need a Q-tip, you hoser. Uh, that's right. Did they do the whole album like that, though? I don't remember. No, no, they just did. They were just like talking about how cool it was that they were in stereo. Uh, man, <laughs> if there was a record or a tape I played till it was like hissing or scratched yes. it was that i played that so many times over <laughs> i mean it had freaking getty lee on it remember when remember when uh, take off was mm-hmm. actually played on the radio yeah the it was like off. a top yeah. 10 hit at one point it was like this oh, big deal crazy and it was our only connection to canadian culture we didn't get anything else down here <laughs> Other than hockey, yeah, you're yeah. right, exactly. We had hockey, we had and then we had hockey and Bob and Doug. Bob and Doug, which came from SCTV, but we didn't always. Yeah. I didn't have access to SCTV for the longest yeah. time. I didn't know where to get it. So yeah, you Canadian. This is what's weird. In the '80s, we didn't get access to them, the Australians, mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. Europe. We had a lot of British stuff, tons of British stuff. We um, had, yeah, we had our Faulty Towers, Monty Python, of course. Yeah, all yeah, lots of British like comedies. That. PBS would run like you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. you were always getting the, t- the taste of that. But we never had like um, I mean there was I had a lot of there was a lot of Japanese animation and a lot of anime back mm-hmm. then you could get your hand on. 
But for the most part, Australia was like a f- place that, without Paul Hogan, do we even know what it is? I mean, our first taste of Australia, at least mine, was... Uh, maybe I should phrase this differently. Uh, was Olivia Newton-John. Oh. Uh, mm. yeah. Hey, she should be everybody's first taste of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, yeah. the taste of Australia. That's right. Rest, uh, in, peace. rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John, yeah, my yeah. first crush. Of course. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was like, you know, oh, Sandy, you came from Australia to a right del high. <laughs> Did they have like her this did, far off place? Did she just do her? I don't see. I don't remember anything about Greece. Did she just talk in the Australian accent the whole time? Yeah, she, she spoke in a normal voice. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's been ages, so long since yeah. I've seen that. Probably a kid. I, I Rizzo might be a dingo stole. Yeah, <laughs> feels a little more cockney <laughs> than Australian. I can only do Australian if I do that. Uh, you're not <laughs> do the Bruce. Oh. The Bruce was, hey. Oi, you're going to knock that battery off my shoulder. Yeah, isn't that weird? Sometimes you have to like get into a certain tone to nail the accent. I do the same yeah. thing. Can't help yeah. it. That's why my pirate problem happens with, uh, with the Irish every time. I always go pirate. But anyway, Australia, we're glad you're here now. But I'm just saying, yeah. as kids, we were deprived of your culture. Same goes for Canada. Don't know why. You're right yeah. up there. You're just right there. Yeah, it's your, you're our hat. Yeah. And so until we got Bob and Doug... The great historic ambassadors of Canada, <laughs> with no stereotypes or so anything. So much about oh, Australians love uh, toques and uh, two Borg beer yep. and uh, yeah, a back, back bacon, back bacon. Yeah, which I was told was just a thick piece of uh, pork. It's not really even bacon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of like uh, it's kind of It's closer to what the um, the English call bacon, as opposed to like the thin strips of cured pork that we get here that's uh, that's bacon and does anyone there call each other hosers anymore i don't think so oh i'd be yeah be curious i'd be curious to know because i'll we bet have you... a lot of canadian listeners does jeff sire call anybody a hoser oh i'd love to hear that jeff yeah he, jeff right in and he can wrote... we be your hosers yeah can i be your <laughs> not, jeff can we <laughs> can i be your personal hoser how about that <laughs> hosier um all right uh, oh, there we go. TV's Travis explains it. Uh, it's made from pork loin as opposed to pork belly like U.S. bacon. So U.S. bacon is thin strips of pork belly, but uh, back bacon is pork loin. Oh, but loin is a little more like it's leaner, I think. So it's probably it's better. Probably better for you, <laughs> you know. Hey, it's leaner, eh? That's what they yeah, say. It's, I said it's loiner. Oh, it's loiner. Yeah, it's loiner. Yeah, like the bantha loin. Probably is leaner though. Yeah. I would yeah. think so. Probably a little healthier, although I don't. I don't know. I'm a I'm a hit and miss pork guy. I like me some bacon. I like me mm-hmm. some pork uh, tenderloin. Uh, I even like an occasional. What are the dried up skins called? Pork rinds. Rinds. I like the pork oh, rinds yeah. occasionally. Uh, but that's a, I don't like a ham. You know. If oh really? Okay. Yeah. See, I'm. If you said. Uh, Brian, beef, pork, or chicken, you can only have one for the rest of your life. Yeah. Where'd you go? Where would I would probably, I would go pork. Oh, man. I'd go beef. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's say you got bacon. You got, I, I like, I happen to like ham a lot. Yeah. I like uh, pulled pork, barbecued pulled pork. Yeah. I like uh, pork chops. There's good variations. You're right about this. Lots of variation. So you wouldn't get beef. It's like, oh, would you like a steak or a steak ground up beef <laughs> yeah there's there's you know like uh stew beef and stuff like that yeah you Chicken's could do you could do boring. stuff but i think i'm i'm probably gonna go beef just for taste and then i'm 
chicken second, pork third. I think. Wow, yeah, interesting. Which is weird. I, I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way. And also, there have been times like Christmas will roll around and there's a honey baked ham, and I'm like, oh, that's all I want is honey baked ham. <laughs> and then there's other times it'll just be a honey baked ham, and without the hoopla of a holiday, I'm like, yeah. I don't want this damn ham. I don't want this. Really? Oh, yeah. is that weird? It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the salt. I'm not a big salty guy. No, could be. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Pigs, keep keep going. You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> all right. I got a quick... Uh, uh, we had, we're going to do a history lesson that nobody asked for. All oh, right? thank goodness. Nobody okay. asked for this. Nobody wants this. Yet I'm going to do it. <laughs> so right. here's our theme. Yesterday is history today. Today is tomorrow's history. That's right. That's right. Wow. That's a very uh, bad video game from the 90s, by the way. That I took. Oh, okay. Gosh, I'm thinking yeah. it was... Uh, it was heinous. Jennifer Tilly uh, in one of her <laughs> early roles or something. It is a it is a Tilly esque. It's very portrayal. it's very Tilly esque. Yeah, Tilly esque. <laughs> sounds like somebody's uh, Discord name for some reason. Anyway, thinking of Tally. Uh, let's do okay. So here's some trivia, Brian. I'll bet you never knew this about uh, World okay. War II. Uh, a Great Dane. That's a dog, you know. Oh, okay. Not Just a not Danish really, person. Not a, not a very pleasant Danish person. No, no. A Great Dane uh, named Juliana was awarded the Blue Cross Medal. She was extinguished, sorry, she extinguished an incendiary bomb, which is why she got the medal, which seems really great, but she did it by peeing on the bomb. Literally, oh. this is a real thing. She peed on a bomb, it, it, went, it, it went out, extinguished it, she therefore got a dog version of Blue Cross Metal. So there's Fantastic. That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so there's some, there's some useless uh, historical uh, I, knowledge. It, you know, I'd be curious to know if... Uh was she trained to do that, or did she just have to go and that seemed like, you know, oh, that 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 bomb smells weird. I'm going to pee on it and make I, it mine. I kind of prefer the second. I prefer the latter. I do too, yeah. I don't know if that'll be the case, but that's the one I'm going with. Uh, here's <laughs> here's one for, uh, let's go back even further. Alexander the Great was accidentally buried alive. Did you know that? No. Oh, my gosh. I know. Wow. Pretty intense. Scientists believe Alexander suffered from a neurological disorder called Guillain-Barr syndrome. They believe that when he died, he was actually just paralyzed and mentally aware the entire time. <sighs> Alexander yeah. the Nervous is more like it. Alexander the Dark. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a horrible thing to have happen. Wasn't yeah. that? That's basically what they gave uh, uh, Nikki and Paolo in uh, Lost, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's not that they gave him. They got... Uh, they got bitten by a spider that was only on that island that... Uh, that paralyzes their victims, but and makes it seem like they're dead. Oh, gotcha. Am I remembering that correctly? I think so. The, something, whole, something like that, right? And they were awake. That whole the Nikki time. and Paolo thing was such a <laughs> such a cousin Oliver moment on Lost. Uh, no, Roseanne Barr syndrome is very different. Chat room, you don't want that one. <laughs> yeah, that makes you grab your crotch and sing poorly at yeah. the uh, yeah you know, uh, World Series. Nobody wants that. Oh, that. that's right. I forgot she freaking did that. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. All right, here we go. This is another one I didn't know. I like gladiators. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Sound like that uh, airplane. Do you like gladiator movies, Tony? <laughs> yeah. You ever been in a Turkish prison? Um, <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? Kind of in the mood to see airplanes. That weird. Kind of in the mood. Nothing weird about that. Zucker Brothers' uh, finest work. I agree. Picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. All right. <laughs> Leon's getting larger. Larger. Yeah, I love just, that guy. It is just too. 
Too easy to to quote that movie. And you know, we need to put airplane. Oh, do we need to put airplane two on film sack? I'd do it with with Shatner it's, in it and stuff. With I'd Shatner, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough with a comedy, especially a comedy that rehashes so many jokes from the first movie. Yeah, but, uh, it feels like a historical piece in the sense that we could do some talk around it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it might be yeah. worth doing. Okay. Um, anyway, so this is the deal with gladiators. There were also we never hear about this. You never see this in movies. But there were female gladiators in ancient Rome. Huh. A female gladiator was called a gladactrix, which is plural for gladiatrices. Uh, they were extremely rare, unlike their male okay. counterparts. So you didn't see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But they were out there fighting, saying, are you not entertained and taking heads off and all that? They were doing it. It feels like if uh, there ever should be you know, a movie, there needs to be a female gladiator movie, like a... Uh I'd love to hear you know, that like, story. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Do we have any, I don't know how documented it was. Breaking the, the marble ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yep. A thatched roof. Yeah. Um, all right. Here, here's one for you. From 1912 to 1948, the Olympic Games held competitions in the fine arts. So this was part oh, of the Olympics. Really? Medals were given for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Obviously, the art created was uh, required to be an Olympic-themed thing. But sure enough, those those. Uh, categories it wasn't always athleticism is what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they went from wow naked wrestlers to let's do <laughs> paintings to what it is today that's the path to uh synchronized trampolining or whatever they've got uh uh that's that feels so subjective oh yeah uh, hell yeah art competition yeah it's See, just, it's, yeah. i'm not surprised to hear that it's not still a thing because exactly. how do you gauge that in a rules like way i don't know how you do it I, I can throw a discus. Great. It went that far. That's further than the uh, the Chinese, uh, uh, you know, combatant. Uh, great. You won. Yeah. I drew that potted plant better than... <laughs> Maybe that was it. Maybe it was an accuracy thing. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Less about artistic. Still life. Yeah. Yeah. Less of an artistic impression, I guess. But uh, anyway, they don't do it anymore. So if you want to get in the Olympics, you better get good at snowboarding. Uh, here's one. Famous conqueror Napoleon Bonaparte <laughs> was once attacked by a horde of bunnies, little rabbits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had requested that a rabbit hunt be arranged for himself and his men. When the rabbits were released from their cages, the bunnies charged toward him and him alone, and his men uh, were there and became an unstoppable onslaught. They had to escape to higher ground. Wow. Yeah. Also, how are you? Okay. I got a question for hunters. Yeah. Be very quiet. Isn't, <laughs> isn't the point of hunting to go out there to find the thing you're hunting, your prey, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, ooh, I see, I see a deer. Now I shoot the deer. Now I've got the deer. I have completed the hunting. I've hunted a deer. You don't yeah. open a cage and say, here are a bunch of captive things. Run! And then now, sure okay, do. give them a few seconds. This is not a, how, what contest you, is that? I mean, that's that's like uh, fox hunting, you know. Like they basically release the fox, and then they release the dogs, and then the people go out on horseback and follow the uh, follow the dogs to the foxes. That also seems weird to me. Like <laughs> it does, yes. It just feels like it's a, more of a show and less of an actual of an actual hunt. What, what was the one with, uh, oh, in Game of Thrones, when B- Robert Baratheon uh, mm-hmm. got killed by the boar, the boar, I think, was set up for him. Like, they all, okay, make yeah. sure the boar's right yeah. here and all that, right? It's just, yep. It feels like it's just for show, which I know a lot of things are, but 
You want yeah, to hunt, I mean, you know, hunt. you know, when you when you have enough money, enough power, you can say, "I'd like to guarantee that I come back with something from my hunt." So let's. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Especially if you're boner part, you know, that guy wants. Yes, yeah, especially if you're boner part. Yeah, and he's short. I was really struggling to figure out uh, a way to work rabbits into the lyrics of Waterloo by ABBA, but I oh, just couldn't make it Couldn't happen. do it? All right. Well, the yeah, more, you know what? Take your time. I bet we get there eventually. I bet you get there. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep workshopping it. Here's one that I have a lot of scrutiny for, like we do on Film Sack. Catch up. Catch up. Cats up. However cats you say up. it. Yeah. Whatever your way <laughs> is. Was sold in the 1930s as medicine in, uh, uh, sorry, 1830s. 1834, it was sold as a cure for upset stomach by an Ohio physician named John Cook. It was popularized as a condiment later in the 19th century. But before that, ketchup was 100% sold as a medical medicine. I mean, it's a load of hooey. Yeah. But yeah. there it is, right? I guess the flies were good for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. The flies. I freaking ate the flies. All right. Let's do one more. It is, it's usually the first thing you think of when you hear the word ketchup. So yeah. it surprised me that you didn't. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um. You can eat up to seven. Wasn't that the rule? Whatever they said it was. Uh, you can have up to seven in, per bottle or something, right? FDA yeah. will let that happen, yeah. Yep. It does make me think about it every time I have ketchup now. <laughs> and I say ketchup, which is like... Yeah. Oh, as opposed to ketchup? Yeah. Ketchup. What do you do? I say ketchup with an E. Ketchup. 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 I think I say ketchup. Interesting. I'm trying to think. If some, is, Do you want ketchup with that? No, I say ketchup with an E. Yeah. If I say it naturally, okay. right now, when I think about it, I want to put the A in there. I don't know. Why. Um, if, if somebody is ahead of you, do you say, let me catch up? Or do you say, let me catch up? Let me catch up. Let me catch up. Let me catch up. I think I I may vacillate <laughs> between the two. <laughs> you say vacillate or vacillate? Vacillate. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on where you put your ease. Um, all right. One more of these, and then we'll uh, get to our game. How about this? Okay. I didn't know this. Uh, President Zachary Taylor died from a cherry overdose <laughs> and this is real he uh he passed away after eating too many cherries and drinking milk on a fourth of july party in 19 or 1850 he died on july 9th from gastroenteritis uh the acid in the cherries along with the milk is believed to have been the bad combination for him and it was just a volume thing he ate a ton in russia cherry pops you yeah yeah <laughs> take that semi-obscure ex-president Zachary Taylor. We now know wow. the truth. No kidding. We know the truth. All right. Uh, so uh, hopefully, let's see if Brian's back. He had an emergency meeting and asked for five minutes. He's back. He's, oh, he's back. back. Ready to, he's, ready even, to he's even logged in. That's fantastic. He is. All right. Well, let's get him in here. Uh, let's make him Let's make him famous for his knowledge. Uh, also, uh, this would be the time for everybody. I warned you in the Discord earlier. I'll say it again. If you're in the chat room right now, you're here live and you have Discord open on your phone or otherwise, you're going to want to ping me, send me a private message, just a DM on uh, on Discord. And the fourth person who does so will get pulled into today's game. All right. And you could win big prizes today. So don't wait. Get in. Let's go. And joining us now, we have Mr. Brian Dunaway all the way from South Carolina. Hi, Brian. Uh, Mister, that's my oh hi. Oh hi, is that your dad's <laughs> oh, name or have you whatever you put it? Or they call my they call my dad Mister. Oh, what is your dad's name? The, What's his we first? Call the dog Mister. Yeah, Mister Indiana. Right. What's your dad's name? I just curious. 
You don't have to give me. What full you name. want me to give you all my security passwords? Just, no, your, just your dad. I want to know what your dad's name is. That's never asked as a, as a thing. It seems like a weird thing to ask, but I'm asking it. I'm kidding. What his is name? It? His name is uh, is Terry. Terry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have never guessed. Yes. I don't yeah. know what I would have thought, but I didn't guess Terry. All right. And we know your mom's Not name is Terry. Faye. Yeah, we got Faye Dunaway. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nailed it. Nailed uh, it. That's fantastic. Would you it's like to, to know her maiden name in the last four digits of my social security card? <laughs> yeah, only if you could have it handy. <laughs> yeah, if you have it handy, let's do it. Uh, our fourth person to come in. Let's see. Who do we have here? Oh, we know Nomic. Yes, we know Nomic. Nomic is uh, fourth today. Oh, Nomic. Yeah, Kenomic. K Nomic. And uh, he is our fourth person who uh, pinged me. So he's in now. Hi, Nomic. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Where are you? Nomic, have we had you on before? I have a memory that we did. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we have, right? It's not Mm -hmm. just the false memory that you were here before. Oh, no, no. All right. Well, it's good (laughs) to have you here. Uh, Nomic is our participant. Brian is our showrunner, and he's going to tell us how this works and what prizes you could win. Sure, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Nomic, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Fury Unleashed and Control. Both, both great games. Whoa, Controls holy shit. Too. Okay, yeah, that's a, Fury, that's a nice game. Fury, Fury Unleashed title. is one of my favorite side-scrolling um, uh, roguelikes mm-hmm. ever. I love that game. It's fan-freaking-tastic. The devs are super nice. And Control is a legit, like, AAA rad game. This is a yeah, big yeah, deal, yeah. Nomic. A big deal I'm today. I'm sorry. Your oh, yeah. games are now XCOM, Chimera <laughs> Squad, and Lethal League Blaze. Uh, also excellent games. Those are both games. good, too. Yeah, they're both oh, good okay. as well. Okay, I'm sorry. Your new <laughs> games are Fashland and... <laughs> All right, that I have no Parakeet idea what it is. Parakeet Dating Simulator. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, that's good. That's perfect. On Steam. Yeah, all on Steam. <laughs> yeah, Xbox with Steam. This is exciting. All right, uh, well, let's yeah. get started. I can't wait to find out our, our topic. Yes, all right. Well, put those hands on those buzzers. We asked 513 tadpoolers the following question. Get ready. The movie theater industry decides that they're not going to sell popcorn anymore. What becomes the new oh. go-to snack for movie time? Oh, uh, oh shit! I, I clicked it without a good idea, so I'm gonna say that is hilarious. Uh, sunflower seeds. Do you know how this works? <laughs> Some, sunflower <laughs> seeds. Just, I just wanted to beat sunflower you. Sunflower seeds. Damn it! Um, Sun- people did say sunflower seeds. As a matter of fact, it was number thirteen seeds. in the list, so that's pretty good. Uh, that right, you've got uh, your chance to to jump in on this one. Our favorite, uh, our favorite backup snack at the movies uh, is the nachos. You don't always get those every theater, yeah. but that's our backup. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, show me nachos, nacho, nacho. Ah. Number two, well done. You've got control of nice. the game. All right, and you've yes. got control of Nomic. Yeah. So good. You 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 thought about this the way that I want you to think of think of it is that it isn't necessarily bringing something in that they're not currently selling, but what what moves oh. into the number one slot like um, like popcorn was. Does that <laughs> yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. So nachos is like that. Nachos, yeah, yeah. Uh, nachos moves up. I like the idea that everybody just like nachos and yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but I won't say that okay. there aren't things in this list that haven't been sold as movie theater snacks. 
Oh, there are or not? Sorry. That, there, are, there are things in this list that aren't currently offered at your movie theater. Okay. And there are things that are. Sound, oh. I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure that that was clear so you don't go completely one or the other. No, that's great. That's perfect. Oh, interesting. But I also didn't want to one. say that as part of the intro. I wanted to wait until each of you had a chance to answer. <laughs> I understand. This has been a better right. game for all of these these choices. <laughs> uh, all right, you two chuckleheads, what do you what do you got? No, make you guy have one. Do you have something? Uh, how about pretzels? Oh, pretzels! Pretzels, pretzels good. that's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're making me thirsty. Either the soft or the Some hard crunchy. variety with because um, it will also please. sell pop. Yeah, that's true. Because of salt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. These pretzels are. No, this is. Thirsty. He's got the business mind. Look at that. You can't sell the salt and not have the soda. This <laughs> yeah. is perfect. That's right. What you that's do right. is you give them a big pretzel with a lot of salt, and then you give them a tiny drink that they can't refill. All right, let's uh, show me pretzels. Yeah, number Look one at that. Damn. Yes. I'm surprised by that. For I don't know why I'm surprised. I just am. I didn't. Know well, I'm glad that. because I was worried that the theater workers would ha- wouldn't have anything to sweep up. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, pretzels. Okay. Pretzels will leave a. Yeah, you got to sweep yeah. a little bit. Sure. Uh, all Especially right. crunchy. What do you guys mm. got? You're so far. You're running the well. You got two of them. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have anything, Brian? Uh well, I have a few things that I know our our theater sells. But I, do you have something that's off the top of your head that's great? I have one that I think mm, it's okay, but mm, I don't know if every place uh, has it. Uh, I was going to say M and M's. Sure. M mm, and M's is my go to. Old M and M's. The so uh, not Reese's Pieces. No. <laughs> no. That's only where you. And I'm trying to remember it was the two guys' names, right? M and M's, and I can't remember what those names were. But uh, Marvin and oh, is that Mayhall really a thing? They're like based that. on people. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, oh. they're the last names of the the two guys who founded the. Because I always thought it was something in Mars, right? Like Mars, isn't it Mars? Oh, Mars, it, Mars, Mars is, is one, one of them. Mars right? and Mayhall or Mars yeah. and oh, because Mars Murphy. was the dude's guy, uh, the dude's name, the dude's name, yeah. yeah. The dude's yeah. guy. And it's one of the better bars. He was the dude's guy. He was the dude's guy. The Mars yeah. bar. All right. Show me the M and the M's. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at Man, you, Nomi. Going the board. Yeah. Good points. That's big points. Damn it. I mean, you know, keep I going. know it's a big seller at the uh, at, at at sporting events, and ours carries it, but I don't know if people would have said it, and that is the hot dog. What do you think about the Hot dog. The hot dog. dog. Because the, the question is, what food can you serve that doesn't require some kind of preparation license, right? And I think the right. roller meats, I think you can get away with that, right? Isn't that a... <laughs> roller meats are your, your best option for that. They're, they don't have, yeah. You don't need a fork and a knife for roller meats. <laughs> well, right, 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 right. Can you imagine 100 people with each with a hot dog in a movie theater? Oh, no. Well, this yes, place, we, our local place over here has like, you can, bring, you can get all kinds of food and take it to your thing. It is yeah. really oh, yeah, annoying. Yeah. Everybody stinks. It's a lot of mouth sla- snap, uh, slopping. This the mouth. What's that called? <laughs> mouth smacking is what I meant to say. That's, That's a good smacking. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know. Right, I'm right. kind of back to like, I just wish it was popcorn. Yeah. But whatever. And you've right. got to, unfortunately, yeah. you can't do like a big fully loaded dog in the movie theater because like you do a Chicago dog, you're going to have sport peppers <laughs> and celery salt all over you yes. and the floor and everything. Yeah. You don't want that. Yes. Why not? All right. That sounds so good. Have you seen the mess made with popcorn? That's what I mean. Are you okay with that? Are you oh, yeah, okay with ahead, the hot dogs? All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Hot dogs. Right. Show me your wiener. <laughs> Meat. No. Oh. Huh. Oh, well. Interesting. Uh, I'm a little no, surprised that's not on there. I was too. And I'm even more surprised that it's nowhere, like nowhere in the wow. list, surprisingly. Like, really? Uh, yeah. I think 
I don't know. I guess people just uh, want a snack. That, don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It doesn't bite back. How about... Uh, oh, I just feel stupid today. Um, how about a... Uh, snacks. Tacos. No, that's oh, a meal. Sorry. I'm going to go with potato <laughs> chips because I don't know any better thing oh, to say. Sure. That's actually a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Potato good chips yeah. or crisps, the chips. as they're called crisps. in the UK. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Show me them chips. Ooh. Yeah. Number three. Nice one. Three. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that's nothing like a good, noisy snack for uh, the person exactly. sitting right next to you in the theater. That's true. Especially <laughs> if you give you the bag, you know. Hopefully, yes. they give you a little oh, cup yeah. or something. Russell. Uh, Russell. All right. Let's see. How about, uh, I mean, snacks. So, like, um, <laughs> snacks. snacks. Snacks for your face. How about yes. French fries? Uh, French yep. fries. That's uh, a good one. That's a good one because, right, you've got that's similar to your nachos. You can uh, maybe have a little ketchup mm-hmm. cup mm-hmm. that you uh, yeah. dip into or something. Yeah, yeah. All right. They're salty. Once again, back to nomic. Nom- Gotta nom- have the salt so yeah, you can yeah. sell the drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice little greasy uh circle in your lap from where the the container was sitting because the whatever whatever they they made them in is just gonna go right through the container yep. all right show me them french fries oh yeah Number five okay Ooh. i feel like i'm on a bit of a roll here scott you seems are. to think that the potato is going to replace i mean the, the potato is so <laughs> it's so ubiquitous anyway right it's, so it's everywhere versatile. yeah um okay oh boy uh I'm running out of snack ideas. Let's say we go with um uh oh uh what are those called? Uh the little things. The little uh, <laughs> hot tamales, the little candy hot tamales. That's us. Oh, trying to sure. Think of. Okay. Yep, oh, hot yeah. tamales. Those All right. Show me those hot tamales, those little red pills. Take the red pill, uh, Neo. Yeah. It's not there. Damn it! No. <laughs> Crap! Uh, let me see. Did hot tamales make the list? Um, I miss no. those. Since getting off the sug, I miss those the most. I love those. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk about. Yeah. It's probably worse for your fillings than it is for your for your sugar. Oh, they're heinous. Too. They're heinous. I mean, it's bad for both, but yeah, that, like I'm sure is. You're like, totally right. What I would do with them is I would I just suck them and just mm. until they were just like a, <laughs> just a little. Yeah, all that was left was a little booger in there, and that was it. You're done. What's cool is if you would have had them pull that tooth, you could like put a, uh, a hot tamale right in the tooth gap. Oh, right. Oh, Just an yeah. implant. That's perfect. That. Yeah. And replace it every other day when it corrodes and then put a new one in. <laughs> right. Exactly. Love what it. a great, what a great thing for your enamel. All Love right. it. Love it. All right, Brian and uh, uh, Nomic. Back to Brian and Nomic. Yep. Nomic. Do you have um, one? Mine was I a failure last time. Pizza. Pizza. Woo. Pizza. Ooh, that's a good one. More salty goodness. That's right. All right. Show me that Domino's. Oh, oh come uh, on. No, number 14 on the answer. list. People Pizza did by say the it, slice. Yeah, yeah, you know what I think people are doing? Yeah. They're really narrowing down to snack and not food. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if it's back in my corner here. It's back in your court, Scott. Brian, I have a question for the judges. Sure. Is the chips is on the board. Yes. Does that, that include? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, no, guys, we can say what you're going to say. I was going to say that includes potato chips and tortilla chips. Okay. Okay. Because but, a lot of people said chips and didn't distinguish. So I didn't know if they were talking about potato chips or tortilla chips. But I did separate 
anybody who said tortilla chips and cheese or tortilla chips and salsa, I put those in, in nachos. So I don't think anybody considers um, corn, um, but what are those called? Uh, free, Frito lay uh, Doritos. Corn chips, Doritos, Frito, like Fritos. Are Fritos in that category, or are they not? A, are they a separate thing? Not that that's. My they answer. would be. They would be a separate thing. Okay. Oh shit. If, mm. uh, I'm gonna go. I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Um, oh, what's the name? What's wrong with me? The cat. This it's got a tiger, and he sells oh, no. cat, cat food. Bro- Cheetos. I want Cheetos. 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 All right. He's got a cat. It's it's very, you were very good not to specify the kind of cat. Yeah, so. I did. You noticed I skirted around that little wicket. <laughs> you certainly did. I don't want to get in All trouble. Right. Yeah. Uh, is it a is oh it a God. cheese puff? Is it a is it a chip? I don't know. Show me Cheetos. Cheesy poofs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Number ten. Oh man. Oh man. it. You got a good one. Right Holy yeah. shit. I'm shocked I got that. Um, okay, so that is kind of confirming what I was thinking. So, all right. Uh, now, if I was a theater chain and I was like, all right, I need them to have something that's sort of self-contained and not a giant mess, I would probably sell little cans of, of Pringles. Oh. But I don't know if those are chips because they're molded. I'll, I'll help you out. I'm going to tell you that those are, those would definitely, one person said Pringles specifically, and I, those are definitely potato They're rings. just chips? Okay. Yeah, they're just chips. All right. Once uh, you pop, you can't stop. You really can't. <clears throat> That's what I've learned um, the hard way. All right, let's, let's, uh, uh, oh, geez, I'm so out of ideas here. Let's, let's do, um, what's another candy people like? Uh, how about the great dental remover of all time, uh, Dots? Dots. <gasps> dots. All right. Oh, yep. I loved We have dots at our theater. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Little flat yellow boxes that don't Little hold dots. as many dots as you think they should. Nope. Uh, show me them, dots. Damn it. No dots. Ooh. All right. We are. The rubber is meeting the road here. We've oh, yeah. got uh, four answers still on. Uh, sorry, five answers still on. No, four answers still on the board. Okay. So um, Scott's you guys out are, so we can, you yeah, can, talk we can open chat it up now. Do whatever Seven you need. points oh, yeah. behind. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things I was thinking of was like ice cream. Mm. Um, yeah, anything that you would serve at a gas station, I think, is pretty because you don't have to have a food serving <laughs> license, right? <laughs> Everything you'd serve at a gas station. That Are is one hell of a very yeah. interesting. Just, uh, that's a yes. very interesting uh, <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, y'all got uh, y'all got anything uh, you could get at a gas station here at this theater? <laughs> Because I love me some gas station food. Y'all got any? People are used. To, people are used to play, paying in, inflated prices for things at the gas station, just like the theater. No, you're right. And you, That's you, true. If you get a, if you get around it, you can get a lot of. Uh, you don't have to get like a, a, a particular food license. Either that or uh, what do you think, Nomic? Liquor? What's going to replace it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't at my theater. MC has them. Uh, at least liquor. Right. Uh it's a good question. Um, well, Corn, corn nuts? I think if we go back to corn nuts, please. Oh, corn nuts thinking, makes everybody smell like feet. You I know? was like a trail Perfect. mix. That doesn't make any sense. Um, Ooh, I'd be Peanuts, bad. but then if there's people could have a peanut allergy, that'd be bad. Yeah. Right, right. That's the theory. Mm. Oh, what, you about know what? The, what about the ice cream of the future? What about that? <laughs> what the hell is that? It's dipping it. dots. dots. Oh, dipping dots. 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 So wait a minute. Let me. Can, I know I lost, but can I slide in a just a quick one one that I meant to say and should have said is that okay? Is I mean, it, are you gonna offer it as a recommendation for them to use? Yes, because yeah, I want sure. I want Nomic to win. 
Honestly. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. I mean, he still could lose, so this isn't really cheating. But I would slide <laughs> in. Just I would just throw Skittles in there, just to throw them in there, just have them in there. Little okay, yeah, Skittles I was about that. Like you, you just throw the rainbow in there. I got yeah, you. Fill right, the rainbow, right. taste it, but but not Vienna sausages. Suggest the right, rainbow. Yeah, suggest the rainbow. <laughs> suggest the rainbow. It's a hot new ad campaign. Can't Skittles could be in there because M and M's, and it's M and M's down on the list, so it's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, this t- uh, is a tough one. That sounds decent. Actually, all right. No much so likes not, it. Not pickles. <laughs> pickles, <All right>. dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, you guys go with Skittles. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all give right. us some Skittles. Taste the Show rainbow, me baby. The rainbow. Oh, uh, sorry. I didn't mean to send you down the right, wrong right. path. <laughs> uh, yeah. It. Uh, boy, the rest of these did end up more on the savory side of things. Clearly, uh, the Tadpool doesn't give a, a shit about your peanut allergy because number four, <laughs> indeed, was peanuts. Peanuts. <laughs> Especially yeah. the, the few of the people. A few people said peanuts in the shell. So, like, basically, just throw the oh, shells all over. So, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> like you're at a. Uh, Texas, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Is what we have. Yeah, 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 Texas Roadhouse did that. I always wondered if they, because of the allergy thing, I always wondered how they got away with that, but whatever. Yeah, they, the one by us does not do that anymore, nor does um, uh, Five Guys. Humbleweed? Oh, Humbleweed, you see that? Our Five Guys still has them, but less of them, I've noticed. Way you less. can still take get a container and take it back to your table, but there are no. I guess they never they never had them on the floor like they did at Texas Roadhouse. No, no. Like you could just throw your know. stuff on the floor. Yeah, unless you have a brat God, kid. I bet, I bet the low man on the totem pole working at Texas Roadhouse hated that garbage. Yeah, like, he probably like at the end of the day, he's like, "All right, Bill, you know what to do." I don't know exactly. I don't know. I kind of like it because I mean, some places when you sweep, you're like, "Am I actually doing anything?" If well, you're sweeping in a peanut <laughs> hall place, I mean, you definitely know you're getting something it's done. That's a fair right. point. It is kind of like the uh, like mowing a, a really thick lawn versus a very short right, lawn. Right. Like I can see where I've mowed at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're making progress. There's, there's something to that. All right, uh, I, I do like the number six answer. I'd go for this actually. Rice cakes. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. There's some, some good flavors yeah. of rice cakes yeah. out there, like caramel. There's and, uh, like they're cheese. They're just as noisy as cheese. popcorn. Sure. Just as, yeah. yeah. Uh, number seven, your mixed nuts. Oh, I that you probably would have done that. If you just, if yeah. you said uh, trail mix, would you have given it to him on mixed nuts? Maybe? Uh, no, because people did say trail mix as well. Oh, okay. Okay. And then 14 people said Chex mix. Oh, which I think that is, a good, is uh, great. I would eat that. Hmm. Those little Melba toasts and all that stuff. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, and you're you know you can even have your little pretzel rods and and stuff like that in there. Well, uh, here, here's some the, other. Oh, go oh, ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll just give Continue. you a couple uh, cheese balls, cheese curds. I thought was a great cheese suggestion. Balls. They're soft. That you'll be. Poutine. You'll be blocked up for uh, several hours after watching. Poutine and cheese curds at a freaking movie theater sounds so good to me, though. That sounds sounds, great. But that's a fork. That's fork food. You can't do fork food in a theater. You're right. Uh, Tacos or taquitos, like little rolled up tacos, I think is a great idea. Pork rinds. That's the second time pork rinds has been mentioned today. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Fruit. A lot of people said fresh fruit. Uh, Apple, apple slices and things like that. Cotton Don't candy. ruin my theater-going experience. <laughs> your, your corn nuts. Your corn nuts did make it on there. Something that oh, I thought good. would be really good too is pizza rolls. Like, all right, pizza's oh, yeah. good, but but pizza rolls. If you just got to make sure they're the right temperature. Yes, temperature-controlled <laughs> pizza rolls, or else you're going to kill people. They're going to die. You know how that would go, though. That would just they would, it would end up just giving you a bag of frozen ones in a microwave. That's right. You can't yeah, have that. 
Can't have that. Well, uh, here, here. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were. Number, this one I really liked: soft bread roll with butter. Oh. <laughs> no, that sounds good though, Fancy. doesn't it? Fancy. It totally Fancy. does. But it's like when you get a big bucket of soft bread, like of the Hawaiian bread rolls with the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so would man. you like that in a bucket size, sir? That makes uh, me want to go to a Texas Roadhouse and get those rolls. <laughs> oh well, there's our something special. Yeah. Uh, three people said bacon. Uh, tater tots, another good choice there. <laughs> uh, I did separate peanut butter pretzels. They could have just fit into the regular pretzel thing, but I felt like those needed their own little little place. Uh, Jello, not sure how you do that. Ice cream way down on list 37, so I'm glad you didn't say that. Funnel cakes. Dippin' Dots was number 41. People did say it. Mm. Uh, charcuterie boards slash, <laughs> slash crudite. Yeah. And those I did jumble together. Sure. Uh, boiled peanuts, uh, Brian, a favorite oh, of yours. Uh, two yeah. people, Love two people agree with yeah. that monstrosity. Oh, they're so good. Oh God, they're so Love good. And, uh, and then we have one person who's nice enough to say uh, Dogarito. So oh, uh, Scott, getting a little love. All right, <laughs> I'll go to your theater and I'll make those for you custom. Now here's the deal. While while we got one of these today, it doesn't mean that you're going away empty-handed, Nomic. Because here's what Ooh. I'm going to do. Uh, chat room, you can see this on screen. I'm going to give away or send to Nomic these Ooh. exclusive drink or what do you call it? coasters that I made coasters. for TMS yes. Vegas. So now, nice. these are, aren't part of the swag bags. These are just ones I made on a whim that I'm just going to pass out for fun at the event. Drink diapers. Enjoy <laughs> your drink diaper. Enjoy your drink diapers. Anyway, these are going to, I'm going to send one of these uh, to you in the mail and I'll contact well, you on you. Discord for it. So that way, just for participating nice. today, you may not be playing two of the greatest games ever made, but you are going to have. No markings on your table from your drink, uh, okay? Because you'll have a drink coaster. I feel bad now. No, I don't feel bad. It's all good. Uh, so, Nomic, uh, watch for that. I'll be coming to you soon. Thank you for playing. And uh, Brian Dunaway, thank you for playing because Aww. you're just great. Hey, yesterday we Aww. did a play retro and we talked about Star Fox all night and it was rad. So, people should go download it, right? Wouldn't you agree? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I still play on Star Fox. I can't stop. I can't stop. I won't stop. He even ordered that Wii U game, which is so bad. And yet, oh, there you did. Yes. Yeah. Nice I job. can't I can't wait to experience the badness of it. There's a couple of things. People are very passionate when they say they love or hate something, and I love passion. Mm-hmm. And people hate this with a passion, so I can't wait to to experience the terribleness that is this Star Fox Zero. Yeah, he's going to find Wii. out the good or hard way, I guess is the way to put it, the, mm-hmm. how, how bad that game is. Uh, watch for that show. It's uh, wherever you get your podcast. Just check for Play Retro. Brian Dunaway, anything else you'd like to say? Cool. Um, no, but no, hold on, before, before we get rid of Brian, oh, yeah. ask, have either of <laughs> you guys played or checked out Aka R? Aka I figure these, R? the two retro guys should know this or know about this. It's a new Atari game Aka that is was a lost Ow. Atari game created by Jeff Minter. Oh, I love Jeff Minter. A, a wave shooter that is, um, I'll put a link to it if you want to show it in chat. Yes, please. Sorry about the, sorry about the length of this link, but um, oh, that's not too bad. Um, so it's a new... A new Atari game that just looks really cool, but I wanted to—I want somebody else to try it before I uh, plunk down. So this just came out. Have you played Atari? Have you played Atari today? Well, let's find out. Yeah, not, but it's available and, on Steam, and, Switch, and Xbox, you, PlayStation, and that little dumb Atari okay, thing. You Aka, A K K A. That dumb Atari thing you can buy. That's the best commercial I've heard all day for that thing. <laughs> it's really—it's expensive and it's so limited. Uh, yeah, this just came out. Uh, last week, yeah, uh, yeah, the reviews are real good. Look at, I may look have at to check Ibn. this out. You should do a you should do a special segment. Look what I found. 
I'm gonna play I mean, Retro I Shield. Love, I love me some Jeff Minter, so you you had me at Jeff me Minter. That's what I figured, and it's you know the Tempest guy. So yeah, best Tempest, yes. uh, best Tempest remake ever was Tempest 2000, and the only really good game on the Jaguar. Oh, yeah. This guy, this yeah. guy's a legend. Yeah. So I'll check this out. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about him just uh, Defender just recently, right? Defender, yeah. uh, d- uh, d- whatever it was. Not Defender. Was it Defender 2000? It, yeah. was, it uh, was Defender. Was it? What was that Extreme. called? Extreme. What was it? I think it was 2000. They put 2000 on the end of everything. It was, yeah. it was a Defender 2000. Yeah, yeah. that was Mentor. Mentor yeah. did his own treatment on that, and it was a wild ride. That guy and that llama shooter thing he made, he's just a psycho. He's mm. great. All right. Well, nice recommendation there, Brian. I like this. Thanks. Well, yeah. I haven't played it, so we'll see if how good it's a recommendation uh, it is, but... Uh, I, I figure again. This one looks like it's perfect for the Steam Deck. So, so it's Akaara. What is it? Akaara, Akaara, or Akaara? Yeah, Aka, weird Aka-ar. name. That guy's got more weed in him than I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, Brian Dunaway, uh, kiss our butts, and we'll see you next time. Oh, thank you. Bye. All right, he's out. We're going to take a break. When we come back from this said break. Uh, we're going to spend some yeah. time with Tom Merritt. We're going to learn about what the technology of the day is to talk about. That'll be fun. We also got recommendals after that, so stick around. But, uh, Brian, why don't you go ahead and present your little song there. What do you got? Yeah, my little song today is um, – here's here's people ask me, like, what uh, genres of music are, are some of my favorites. And I like Britpop. I like uh, Electronica. I like, for whatever reason, the combination of sparse – upright bass and female vocals mm. give give me that all day long and i'm totally fine with it mm-hmm. um another favorite of mine is just power pop straight up power pop and this is very different than what's called pow- uh, pop music that you hear on the radio today power pop is like your your kinks your uh the knack your um delimitri uh uh, stuff like that. There, I, I could go on and on and on, but I'm forgetting a lot of these. Uh, uh, Nick Lowe in his heyday. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want a better example of that, I'm going to give you one right now. This is a guy in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was with Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. He played with Roger Daltrey from The Who. This is a, a new song called Glamdemic Blues. Oh, wow. I like that. And exactly like glam demic. Yeah. And uh, at first, I'd be I'd kind of like, oh, something based on something that's pandemic related, pass. I, but then I listened to it and I said, oh my God, this is fan freaking tastic. Uh, this is Glam Demic Blues by Ricky Bird. All right. We'll be back in just a second. Stay tuned. Saturday 
crazy Feel the walls closing in It's three years and counting Since I took you for a spin I'm chomping at the bit To get back in the game I could use a little bit of different Cause every day's pretty much the same Hey life I'm talking to you All due respect Why do you do the things you do And it's not so perfect world We're all just trying to have our say It's hard enough ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? I don't remember eating corn. The Morning Stream. Look out, Muppets! And we return. Please uh, remind me who that was, please. Sure, that is Ricky Bird, spelled like B-Y-R-D, like he's a member of the family on the Ozarks, uh, with a new song called Glamdemic Blues. Glamdemic Blues. Nice. I have a theory, actually, that some of the best new music is coming out of a place of the pandemic and where people's heads were. Yeah. Uh, that you new Gorillaz album, for example, is so freaking good. God, I need to listen to that. I'm still, still gardening with Soundgarden uh, for Soundography, because um, we're do, we're recording that episode next week, and I'm still uh, listening to not just Soundography, but also the all the ton of the uh, Chris Cornell solo stuff. Nothing wrong with that. You guys, nothing doing, wrong uh, with that. But I need I need me some gorillas. What was his What was his band with uh, Morello? What was it? As uh, Temple of the Do- or with Morello, Audio Slave. Audio no. Slave. I love Audio, Audio Slave. Slave. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, dude. Cornell, what a loss, man. Shouldn't have left us. What were you yeah. Thinking? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, when you get a sec, check it out. It's like yeah. early candidate for album of the year for me, and it's so good. Oh, my gosh. And I just get this feeling. I could be wrong, but I get this feeling mm-hmm. that a lot of this new music, Metallica's new album, and a few mm-hmm. others, a lot of this stuff conceived, written, and produced during the, the weird time. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they're just killing it. Like, it's all really great. And I don't know what to blame that on. I think creatives tend to get weird when things are weird. And so some of their best, I don't know. I could be wrong about this. All big theory I got going in my head, but um, who knows? It makes sense to me. Who knows? 
All right, we are going to uh, we're going to get Tom in here. Although uh, I rang him, he didn't pick up, so I'm not sure if that means something. Bring on the Tom. Uh, let me make sure I didn't get a text or something. Okay. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. And I just there he is. oh no, there he is. He's right there. Uh, let He's me pull him looking in. Get your phone to read his text. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, pull this up and hit a thing that tells us for sure that he's here, right here. Whoops, why didn't it play? Now it'll play. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us here on the Wednesdays to talk all things tech because he is busy preparing all kinds of tech stories uh, for the Daily Tech News Show today, and I can't wait to hear what's cooking on his stove. Hi, Tom Merritt. Welcome back. (laughs) Oh, I don't hear him. Oh, no. He he probably has to set everything up. Sound and audio must come from the man. The man. (laughs) And that man is Tom Merritt, (laughs) who's uh, having... He's logging out, logging back in. Maybe Discord's weird. Turn it off and on again. That'll fix it. Yeah. Discord could be weird. Uh, I popped out the player in a different window. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, there we go. Okay. So here he comes. Tom Merritt. Hi. Oh, yay. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so like, sorry about that. Nah, it sounds like Discord is just giving you grief. So it sounds like. Why would it do that? Uh, why would it indeed? <laughs> uh, it's fantastic seeing you, though. Uh, uh, how are you doing? Look at him repping the Cardinals every day. He's alive. Look at that up there. All right. Oh, wait. No, that's... Although those aren't the Cardinals. That's no. BC. That is the that's British the, uh, Columbia Wildcats. Uh, the Lions. The Lions. 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 Yeah. Right? All right. A feline. You're correct. Close. <laughs> it just it looked like a bird. Now I see it the up British close. British Columbia Angry Cats. I was given this uh, by a member of the Tad Pool at TMS Vegas. Oh, last year. oh look at oh, that. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Celebrating uh, before Christ, the BC era of mankind. <laughs> right. Before the before the common era. Right. They're, they're going to change it to Comet. BCE Lions. Ah, yeah. fantastic. I can't wait for that. Well, it's good to have you here, uh, as always. And uh, I love Wednesdays, of course, because I get to be on the show later and talk about some of this stuff so what is going on today yes uh well uh, one thing i thought we'd tell the folks uh here at the old uh tms about is mobile world congress mm. uh, because uh, we've got mobile world congress going on in barcelona and i know some folks if you haven't been listening to dtns might might not know about all of the cool stuff coming from mobile world congress which means Chinese phones are coming to Europe. Ah, well, that's great. <laughs> Isn't this, uh, this is all uh, a yearly event, right? A thing they always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the one in 2020 that they kept trying to insist they were going to do mm. because it happens in March. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, I, I I don't know if that's why they're having it earlier in March than usual, just in case there's another COVID every March. But uh, yeah, they, they kept delaying it and delaying it. And uh, then they ended up just, just doing it virtual. But uh, it's back. It's in person. Uh, it's usually about phones, and this year's no exception. Like I said, uh, Xiaomi, uh, HMD Global, which makes the Nokia phones, uh, Honor, um, OnePlus, they're all there uh, showing off new phones. Most of them are phones that have already come out in China, and, and they're coming to Europe. Uh, but the big trend is rollables. Mm. So Lenovo uh, has been showing up not only a rollable Motorola phone, but a rollable laptop as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's got some wheels on the bottom, a little handle that comes up. <laughs> yeah. 
You just that pull it big, up. It requires like you take the laptop with you. How yeah. about that? For love it, it love it, the idea. For these yes. aging middle aged guys like us, finally we got our computers on wheels. <laughs> Has to go in the bin above you. Can't go under your seat. Yep. Yep. So yep. got to take the battery out and swallow it. I've yeah, seen a couple of rollable displays, but they're always so small. I, I I assume this is obviously you know notebook size, probably what thirteen inch or bigger. Yeah, uh, so 12.7-inch laptop, yeah. uh, and then you flip a switch, and it rolls up to be a 15.3-inch 8 by 9 screen. Oh, weird. Yeah. Weird. So it's like two 16.9 monitors on top of each other is what Lenovo describes it as, but it's really just a big square. Is the, is the keyboard a digital, uh, like a displaced-style keyboard? Is it a- it's a, no, it's a normal ThinkPad keyboard. Everything about the laptop looks like a normal ThinkPad until you flip that button and the screen run, rolls up oh i gotta see this is there video of this yet or is this a yeah yeah okay. there, there's there's video of it however they, they they won't let anyone pick it up yeah uh so <laughs> i i don't know if it's heavy or fragile or both uh this is very much a concept at this point <laughs> or uh, extremely light because it's made out of paper mache yeah, yeah and it's just the rollable screen nothing else uh it's quite possible uh lenovo is usually good at turning their prototypes into into shipping products though they have a good track record so uh it is unusual for them to be this strict about a prototype uh which is interesting but they also make motorola phones uh if you recall and the motorola concept phone you could pick up mm-hmm. uh it starts as a five inch 15 by 9 screen that wraps around the back so when it's closed uh there's most of the screen inside yeah but the the back has a little the notification screen so oh, you get, you okay. know how you've seen those phones that have a a, a screen that wraps around mm-hmm. this one, this one wraps around so you can have it upside down and just see like little notifications and stuff. And then you press the button. It becomes a 6.5 inch 22 by nine display by unrolling that onto the front. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's, it's, it fits in your pocket easier, but then it can unroll to, to be a large phablet style phone. if you want. It seems like rolling is going to beat folding. Uh, because folding and rolling is the next folding, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because rolling has, uh, it's. I guess I have to assume it's just less harsh on the display. Because folding, that's been the whole thing with folding. Mm-hmm. Like, how many folds are you gonna get out of right. it? And even when they say, oh, like eight, eight thousand or something, that still feels like a low number, even though it's not. And you'll probably never yeah. you'll sell the phone before you ever get there. But I love the idea of something that's not actually being bent. It's just rolling up. You know. I mean, yeah, I mean Snoop Dogg it, is gonna totally be a uh, fan of this. <laughs> He's gonna love it, dude. Yeah, He's gonna love there's rolling a, his phone. There's there's still wear and tear, right? But it's not a crease. It's not not at a certain a certain point. So I I, I get what you're saying. It it right. does feel like it could weather the storm a little better. Uh, so far, these are just prototypes. Foldables are out in the world. Right. OnePlus even said they're going to make their own foldable by the end of the year. So it kind of feels like that's commodity now. We're just waiting on Apple to get in the game. Uh, but but rollables are where foldables were, you know, three, three four years ago. I was looking at their uh, keynote plans for this event. They've got uh, stuff you'd expect. The new, new behavior for new reality, some sort of VR-based thing. They're doing a keynote on Enter the Metaverse, another sort of thing there yeah uh, there's a lot of metaverse stuff here but none of it felt very solid no ai uh stuff of course modernized to monetize that sounds like a fun one um yeah it, it'd be interesting i guess i'm a little surprised it isn't just straight up phones given the name of the conference um but well, the- mobile so laptops are mobile that's true I uh, guess. yeah 
I got to get that out of my TVs, head. Then yeah, that'll be a little weird. But, I got to get which, it out. Which, by of the my way, head. Sony announced their TV line today. It has nothing to do with Mobile World Congress, but I thought it was interesting timing. Are they doing anything with uh, the foldable or the rollables? I've seen in some TVs. Are they roll into it? No, thing? I didn't see anything like that. No. All right. Well, I have to keep an eye on that. I like Sony. Uh, well, all right then. So more about this later today. This and many other things. There's a whole docket of stuff. All right. So we're going to do it all. And here's the other cool thing. Um, you guys do a little sideshow called Live With It uh, that Sarah produces. And I get to do, I get to record one of those day, those today after DTNS, all about the Steam Deck, which I've had now, well, still less than a year. I'll have it a year in, uh, I guess it'll be July. End of July will be a year. And we're going to go deep on how that thing has changed my gaming life wow. in a very short amount of time. I'm very positive on it. Obviously, I talk about it all the time on the show, so this is not going to be a surprise to anybody. But we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, ease of use, how updates work, how the software actually works, what it's like to like log into the Linux-based Proton stuff and tweak and dork around in there, um, how their service is, because I had to send it back in, that kind of stuff. So if that's interesting to people... <laughs> almost, almost twice. <laughs> yeah, almost twice, because I'm an idiot. I almost dropped it in the tub the other day. But uh, anyway, if you want to hear about that, that's coming up as well, and I'm pretty excited to, to lay that down today, so... Yeah, Watch live with that. it is Sarah's deal, uh, but Sarah doesn't always have to live with the products. And since Scott lived with this one, uh, he volunteered to to tell us about it. So, so it's great. I can't wait to hear that conversation. And that will go out to patrons of the show, patreon.com slash DTNS uh, to today or at least at the latest early tomorrow. Yep. And it will include some video and audio, this, or, sorry, some video and some images and stuff. I guess Roger's going to have me capture a bunch of stuff, which is Yeah, kind of yeah. I'm excited about this. They're, they're, they're going to town. This is going to be the best live with it yet. Ever that you've ever, you're gonna have to live with how great it is, is what we're saying. Exactly. Uh, Tom, Mayer, anything else going on you'd like to tell the fine folks at home about? Uh, yeah, a word with Tom Merritt uh, is still rolling along. This week uh, is still up. The most recent episode is the one I did with the St. Louis Post Dispatch baseball writer Derek Gould uh, about sports. Uh, so check that out. And then tomorrow, a new episode uh, with Captain Brian Hoffman uh, about fear. So he is a pilot uh, and a solar enthusiast. Uh, the solar enthusiast doesn't play into the fear part as, as much as, as the pilot, but he talks a lot about you know his own experience with fear in earlier things that he did in his life, uh, how he helps people deal with fear. I asked him about, you know, you ever sit back next to somebody on a plane who, who's afraid and, and you tell them you're a pilot? And he's like, yeah, here's what I tell them. Uh, so if that sounds good, that's coming tomorrow at awordpodcast.com. Fantastic. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter and kind of everywhere you look for him on the socials. Mm -hmm. Tom, have a fantastic day. We'll see you later today. Thanks, y'all. See you, Tom. Now. All right. Now, big question. Yes, sir. If I close yeah. this, will it kill the call? Oh, yeah. Let me try. Here goes. Will it break? Will it bend? It worked. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know why it does it sometimes and not other times. I don't know. It just wants to mess with us. That's all. That's what it, it just wants to do. I guess so. All right. Yeah. Nicole and Randy in the wings. Yes. I believe. Hold on. There we go. Uh, let's pull them in here. Let's do some recommendals and let's see if any of us spent any quality time in front of what our parents <laughs> would call the boob tube. Here you go. <laughs> yes, that music tells us it's time for recommendals. Stuff we've seen on streaming services that we'd like to recommend to you, the listener. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Nicole Spag. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Hello. And Hello. Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How are you? I'm doing Fine. Good. good to see you. Good. Doing real good. Uh, 
Boy, it's all Diablo all the time where you work. Anyway, just side Oh, you think there. so? Yeah, it is. It kind of is. Kind of is. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. I've been personally playing. Like, I'm so excited. I have a 13-year-old now. Seriously, 25 years ago, I was playing Diablo with my brother, yeah. and he and I played both one and two together for hundreds, maybe thousands of hours. Sure. Oh, and wow. now, And now, 25 years later, I'm playing Diablo with my kid. Isn't that it's weird? So it's fun. weird. I know. Plus I'm playing Fallout 76 with mine. Oh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> that game's gotten so good. 76 is, is a cool game now. Yeah. People, I, t- I told you. People shouldn't pass on it. I know it had <laughs> problems at launch, but it's pretty, pretty good. I love uh, it. Uh, well, it's good to have you both here. We're going to dive in and start with uh, Brian like we always do. Brian, do you have a setup for your clip that we're going to play? Yes, sir. This is a uh, movie from last year that is not... Uh, an Academy Award nominee has nothing to do with the uh, the Academy Awards. Although it was, uh, there was a nomination for uh, the best supporting actor uh, mm. in the Golden Globes this year. So Whoa. that's that's about its only. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm uh, got some uh, guesses. Got now. Okay. Narrowing it down. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's a movie. Please. He does it. All right, here we go. He does it in the storage room before it even goes out. He injects the insulin into the bags and. Because it enters the bloodstream slowly, it could take hours or even, you know, a day to kill someone. So he's killing them without ever touching them. Could he put something other than insulin inside those bags? Yeah, any clear liquid wouldn't be detected. Is digoxin a clear liquid? Yeah. Could it kill someone? I'll pull Charlie's Pixis report from the machine in my ward. And we'll use that to uh, prove that he withdrew insulin and digoxin when Anna died. Yeah, see, the problem is that Anna Martinez was cremated, so we don't have an autopsy. What we need is an actual body. It's just that bad, it's like bad nurse or something. You're so close. It's the opposite of that. It is the good nurse. Oh, the good every, nurse. <laughs> every show and movie uh, in, in the last 10 years has to be called the good something. Yeah. So uh, this is the good nurse. That was uh, Jessica Chastain, you heard, uh, getting interviewed by a couple of cops, one of whom is played by Noah Emmerich, who's also fantastic. He's... Again, oh. another another character actor that I could watch in anything. He's he's a uh, Truman Truman's friend, right? Yes, Truman's best friend. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like him. He's great. Yeah, this so this is called The Good Nurse. It's on Netflix, and it uh, if you're having a hard time deciding, like, ah, do I want to watch a movie or do I want to watch true crime? Guess what? You get both because awesome. this is based on a true story, a horrifyingly true story about <laughs> a uh, yeah uh, a nurse who. Um, uh, played by Eddie Redmayne, who goes from hospital to hospital, um, where there always seem to be these mysterious deaths, and rather than rather than confront him and expose what he's doing, when they kind of get the idea that he's doing it, they fire him to save the lawsuits and the investigations that would put the hospital in jeopardy. Mm. So it's uh, like it's horrifying in, in, in many levels. Uh, Eddie Redmayne is fantastic. He was the he was the one who got nominated for best supporting actor for this. Jessica Jessica Chastain or Cheese Stain, as some people call it. Uh, Jessica Chastain is. Uh, <laughs> I love her. She's so she great. is great, and she she always plays these really powerful characters. This is a chance for her to play someone who's a little bit more vulnerable. She's um, 
she's a nurse herself who is uh, suffering from uh, cardiomyopathy and doesn't have her um, uh, medical benefits yet. She's She hasn't been to the hospital long enough to get medical benefits, so she's having to kind of sneak her own treatment for her cardiomyopathy herself oh, and, and eddie redmayne knows about this he's he's helping her before she finds out what he's been doing yeah. he's helping her so it's kind of like this situation of like crap do i expose him and cut off my help that i'm yeah. getting or do i uh do i uh, reveal sounds like a, a fun indictment of the american health care system as well going on at kind the same time. of yeah. yeah, it kind of yeah. is. And, uh, uh, people in New Jersey and Connecticut probably know this story. It wasn't too long. It was back in the early 2000s, 2003, all this stuff was happening. And uh, they figure, they they know of 29 patients officially that he killed, but the actual number could be anywhere like 400 patients that he did this to. So, his, so she... When they say the good nurse, they're talking about her. Yes, they're talking about her. Okay, yes. right. <laughs> we're not talking about the guy who's because <laughs> it's weird. Because on all the posters, it's him looking yeah. all skeevy, and then yeah. it says the good nurse above his head, and it kind of throws me. I'm like, well, only he looks all oh, skeevy. Really? Like, is he the good? Is the, this supposed to be ironic? Like, what's the deal? When I was finding photos for QuickTMS.li, the only posters I could find are one where it looks like it's one person with two heads, uh, Jessica <laughs> Chastain and Eddie Redmayne, which. <laughs> Feels like a trauma film rather than a. Uh, yeah, that's the cool nurse. That's what that is. Two headed nurse. Yeah. <laughs> right. The two headed nurse. This is uh, a Netflix original or something? Or, um, or my, I may have it confused with something is, else. Uh, distributed by Netflix. So I think so. Yeah. One of their prestige yeah. Uh, yeah. Oscar movies. Okay. You also get uh, another one of my favorites, Kim Dickens. Uh, you know, she was from the what the Walking Dead spinoff, um, but oh, yeah. she's, she's been everything. Good. She's another really really good character actress. That's that's just fantastic. I looked at this and saw it. And went oh that looks depressing, and then I went oh look at this cast. And now your review has made me. You've convinced me. I think I want to yeah, see it. Yeah. Definitely definitely worth watching. I won't say it's uplifting, but it um, but it is powerful, mm. and it's it's. Um, <sighs> It doesn't feel as depressing as like a real true crime documentary where it's like, oh my god, this is horrible. But it, that that really points to the incredible acting job of Redmayne and yeah. Chastain. Yeah. Um, it's it's really really good, and it's heavy, but it's not. I wouldn't call it depressing. Okay, it sounds it's like very uh... sparse in its music, by the way. Like if you're, that's going to be the first thing you notice is that there's very little score to this. I always like. There's that. been this. There's been this thing recently where. Uh, people talk about the movie Passengers. Do you remember this movie? Mm-hmm. That's no. not the one with uh, with Maybe. Chris Pratt and yeah, yeah. Jennifer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Space One. Yeah. So, like it's apparently it's apparently a huge letdown. I saw the movie. I don't remember why, but it's apparently a, like this huge letdown on the script. And I uh, I keep seeing these videos where where people are rewriting it and mm. coming up with like better ending and what if the characters were swapped <laughs> well, and yeah. so forth. You're supposed yeah. to you're supposed to really uh, fall in love with this couple, uh, the guy who basically <laughs> condemns this condemns this woman a, to yeah, death. Yeah. 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 So so <laughs> this is movie. the thing. This is a real actual thing. I've seen lots of videos of people trying to fix passengers. And all I can think is I wish Eddie Redmayne and Jessica Chastain were in passengers. Like make the remake oh. and have it star these people. Oh, that'd be great. You yeah. know? Because I, yeah, they, they just strike me as a couple for some yeah. reason. I don't know. Yeah. I like yeah. that Redmayne feller. He's great. He's so good. And yeah. uh I mean he's got some just, fantastic beasts and knows where to Stephen find them. Stephen Hawking um 
uh, what was it? The nature of things or something? I can't remember the name. Of, of everything? Na- nature of, of everything. stuff nature. of power the stuff of, of life. Skittles. The, the power <laughs> of the dog. No, the that's power to make things go. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the theory of everything. Thank you for your great choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the he's nature great, of power. Uh, anyway, he's he's fantastic. They're both really really good in this, and so uh, it's on Netflix. Again, it's called The Good Nurse. Nice. Um, all right, we're gonna move to Nicole. Um, very curious about this one. It's got one of my favorite <laughs> actresses in it, whose name I never get oh, right. Man. But uh, anything you want to say before I play the clip? I will say my movie is also based on a true story and it deals with the medical field. <laughs> oh, wow. We got a theme um, going here. Okay. Theme. Yeah. yeah. We're, we have a theme and it, you know, I'm still sick. Um, but I, I, I think, I don't know, watching this made me feel a little less alone. Um, it kind of, it was a, a good watch. So there you go. All right, here we go. Let's check it out. My name is Susanna Kahalen. I'm 21 years old, and here I am with my dream job at the New York Post. Gross. Why are you smiling this early in the morning? It's unnatural and disgusting. You look ridiculous. Santa! You're going to interview that creepy senator. You'll have a Thursday night. I know I will, because I can always count on you. I had my whole life in front of me. Happy birthday! And I had absolutely no idea what was waiting for me. Very, very late. You got to get your ass in here. You're going to miss the 10 o'clock meeting. I felt really sick. You know, my head hurts. My stomach hurts. My, my hands numb. I've never felt this before. We've tested Susanna for every infectious disease. All of the results are negative. We're going to get to the bottom of this together. Oh, man. This brings wow. back, I get, yeah. I get PTSD <laughs> from this and I know why it, it's a, a big deal for you right now, but tell us, tell us what it is. What, yeah. what are we looking at? So I don't, I don't think I had exactly what she had, but it's very, very, very close. It's the closest thing I've seen. I, this movie came out in 2016. It stars Chloe Grace Mortez. I don't know how you, how do you say her name? That's how Scott says it. I, I think you got it the way I do it. I, yeah, I never Brits. get it right anyway, but I, I absolutely love Kick-ass her, but her girl. name is, girl. she yeah. needs to get married and then change her last name. I'm not saying everybody oh, should do that. I'm saying yeah. do it for me personally. That's all. All right. Anyway, go ahead. So yeah, you also she heard needs, are you saying because she needs a man to change her name? Scott? Yeah, she needs a man to explain it. Anyway, go ahead. No. Anyway, you also heard Tyler Perry. You You also heard Jenny Slate. Carrie Ann Moss is in this. Um, so it has a pretty good cast. I had never heard of this movie before. I don't even know how I came across it. It was on Netflix. They they just know that I'm looking for stuff like yeah. this, I guess. Mm. But it's about this young girl. She's 21. She and and she wrote a book. So the 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 woman worked at the New York Post and it was her month of madness. And she slowly and then very rapidly slipped into insanity where she was catatonic in the hospital and they, they, none of the tests were coming. Like I just had an MRI yesterday and guess what? It's normal. So, um, and so it, it kind of goes through this process until the, they, there's one doctor that, um, she does a he does a brain biopsy and her brain is inflamed it's her body creating antibodies that is attacking her brain mm. 
Um, and it caused her seizures. She thought she was schizophrenic. She thought she had bipolar, like all this crazy stuff in a very healthy young woman. And then just, and she was what at the time, I think the 215th person ever diagnosed. And since she's wrote this book and this movie has been made, a lot more people are getting diagnosed. Um, yeah, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's easy to write this off as schizophrenia or right. a, you know a mental because they were ready to tra- transfer her to a mental institution yeah so mm. but it, it took her uh, a good seven to eight months to recover she had to relearn how to walk she had to relearn how to do to talk like it was it's crazy it's so, called uh anti um, an, sorry anti nmda receptor encephalitis it's called specifically that yeah. she had and i guess that is a Boy, see, this sucks because it's got all these horrible symptomatic markers and then no, Mm -hmm. but you go do any of the tests that you would normally do for any of these markers and they all come back negative. That must have been the most frustrating effing thing to deal with, you know? And and there's like all this, you know, autoimmune stuff that happens. Oh, and I I probably didn't even say the name of the movie. It's called Brain on Fire. Oh, And your brain is, your body is attacking your brain. Mm. And depending on the type of infection that you have, because it can be anything. It could be, it could be COVID. I mean, there's a lot of COVID stuff happening that's causing um, this type of response to people that have had COVID. And then they're like, what's going on? And like, so it's just, I just felt very, I felt less alone (laughs) watching Mm -hmm. this because for a long time, I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm going crazy. I really thought I was going crazy. Yeah. And it caused a lot of anxiety in me that I, I was like, I just have to get my life under control. I just, I, you know, I, and, and it's weird watching this movie cause she is, she's happy and then she's sad. And then I'm like, Oh my God, that's exactly what happened to me. I was oh, like geez. all yeah. over. I thought I had I had mold in the house and I, I mean, like, you know, I can't drink the water. Like I was so crazy at mm. that point. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there. There, there is, you go. Bring on is. fire. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's based on the book by the same so, name. Looks like same same name. Yes. For the book. Yeah. I would. Oh, I, and I, yeah. I'll give a a recommendation um, if you want to learn more about anxiety and because there's a part in that trailer that you didn't get to that her mom says just take the pills, and so that mm. happened to me. Mm. I was like that moment. Your your mom. And, uh, or, no, it was a family member, okay, and I was okay. like, I don't, I don't want to take the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, you're like me. <laughs> so I, I did a lot of research. So there's a, another documentary on Netflix called "Take Your Pills Xanax," mm-hmm. and it talks about what happens. I highly recommend that one because it's it's a really deep dive into what anxiety is, why we have it in our life, and like how we handle it. Yeah. And it, I really, I had a friend have a benzo uh, withdrawal. Oh my and Lord. They, it's so bad. Oh, it was off. Well, off you have more than one friend who did that. I did that back in 04 and I didn't know what really? it was. Yeah. I had a doctor. Oh, I could tell you a whole story. Oh my God. It's an awful story because it, it was so preventable, but I had a doctor who was like, no, you take three of these a day. That's just, just what you're going to need oh, to do. I didn't, no. I didn't know anything about it. I was naive. I didn't know. I did that for about three weeks and then started having horrible, weird things happen. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And it was tolerance withdrawals. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't even take Tylenol if I have to. And it got worse and worse and worse. And I finally realized, oh, my gosh, oh. 
that's what this is. And I, oh. I cold turkeyed it like an idiot. And oh, no. That's it, the worst it's really thing bad. It's the worst thing you can do. But I didn't know. I was just stupid. My doctor yeah. sucked. He's dead now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all this stuff was going on. And then um, mm-hmm. the way <laughs> – here's what's funny. All right? This is right around the time that I decided to kick all the podcasting stuff in gear. There's a really – there's a better than zero chance that I didn't do any of this career stuff had it not been for that experience because really after withdrawal, I went, it's that get busy living or get busy dying kind of oh, feeling. Sure, yeah. Sure. That's how wow. I feel right now too. Yeah. Like I'm reaching out to people. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta take control and, and yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. Right. And it's super intense mm-hmm. and it's like, you feel screwed. Like I, I feel like that doctor just screwed me. Like just mm-hmm. absolutely screwed me. I feel like I should have sued. There's all these things in my head at the time, but instead I was like, "I'm gonna make, I'm gonna podcast, and I'm gonna do stuff that makes me have to do this every day, and like all that kind of stuff." And it was just yeah. a weird therapy oh, for me I'm at curious, the time. Scott, they I, have, they have their place, yeah. you know. I, I mean, obviously, there are obviously good parts they to do. It. Of course, there, there, there. There's really a reason the stuff exists, but it's like when, when prescribed wrong, freaking mm-hmm. it, you'll get so effed yeah. up. It's so bad. It's terrible. So I'm, like totally, I'm totally with Nicole where if I watch something about someone who's kind of going through what I'm going through, I like recognize my experience, right? Like that it's, mm-hmm. it's way, it's very helpful to me, but there are people that it's not helpful yeah. to them. And I'm, I'm curious about you, Scott, like, do you, do you seek out this kind of thing when, Oh, all the time an experience? Yeah. Plus I already, I think this is already the thing I've talked about, but I have a thing where uh, my anxieties, sometimes the best way for me to deal with them is to watch things or consume things that seem like they make them worse, but they're actually cathartic. So my love of post-apocalyptic movies, my lo- my enjoyment mm-hmm. of, of modern horror movies. Fallout, these- <laughs> Fallout 76. I live in Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah, basically come, those- come from a small like anxiety about post-apocalyptic. Like, yeah, no, I have, a, I have a real anxiety about society falling apart. Why do I enjoy things that are all about society falling apart? I don't know, but I find them cathartic. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. But I bet even, but more to your point, Randy, like if you see something that's about this kind of thing, for sure, like it makes you just feel less alone. I hope that's what this did for, for Nicole, especially for oh, such yeah. a mi- weird mystery it's, thing. Like, you know. Well, especially when it gets, when it's rare, when your doctor looks at you and says, I really don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, Jeez. and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. What a moment. It's pretty crazy, but um, yeah, yeah. This must have been. This must have been something to have this come up on your queue, or you know, to find yeah. this and see it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and I watched them back to back. I watched the Take Your Pills Xanax, and then I watched Brain on Fire. Yeah. So a lot of the problems that happen when the people that are dealing with this kind of autoimmune encephalitis, um, they get prescribed SSRIs and like. And, and it can help a little bit because I literally like Randy, I, I know I apologized to you when you were talking fast that one day, but like my, I was just so overstimulated at like the littlest thing was causing me to just my top to flip. And I was just overstimulated. I'm like, why, why is this happening? Yeah. And I did, I did take an antidepressant for a, a small amount of time um, that helped but eventually I came off of it and I'm like, okay, I think I'm okay now. So, yeah. Yeah. but it's, it's just a, 
it's a guess work. It so. is a little bit. That's what it sounds like. Well, it sounds like that's what this movie explores. If you guys think that sounds yes. like an interesting watch, and it does to me, uh, go check it out. It is yeah, called Great Cast. Yeah, yeah uh, Brain on Fire is what it's called. Brain ah. on Fire on Netflix. <laughs> yep, very good stuff. Um, all right, Randy, it's your turn. What do we got right here? On. So we've had a biopic about the health industry. <laughs> we've had a documentary about uh, health problems. And now we're going to a documentary about a really terrible uh, social issue uh, here in North America. There are many, many, many of these. Actually, I want to talk a little bit before the clip, but we don't need to say as much after the clip. So uh, a few days ago, our uh, Tadpool member, uh, co constant listener Sweetgrass, posted this link hmm. to a documentary on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, I, I need to watch this. This is right up my alley. And it's a documentary about um, these people, a, a, a Native American tribe, a, a First Nations tribe that were uh, displaced by Canada back when Canada, you know, Canada's only been a country for 30 years there. They when they were part of the, you know, the, the crown, um, the, uh, the United Kingdom displaced a, a whole tribe of people from British Columbia to the United States. And once uh, they had all gotten moved in 1956, Canada just declared the tribe extinct. And so um, they lost the legal right to even go to their ancestral home. And, and they're called the uh, Sinaixit. And the Sinaixit people were living in Washington State. And like a whole generation of them didn't even know that they were from British Columbia. And uh, so they're, they're you know fighting their battles as a Native American tribe. And, uh, the realizing that they've got to do something that, you know, like they, they have like ancestors buried in British Columbia. They have songs about their history of hunting in British Columbia and mm -hmm. they don't get to go there. And so they realized that you could just go commit a crime in Canada and then get your case heard. Right. And, uh -huh. and you could even maybe take it all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada if you if you had the right person commit the right crime. <laughs> Jeez. Right? That's and so, words. yeah, it's a wild story. And I so like before before you play this clip, I just want you to imagine if you were the person in this tribe who was called on by the the people around you to realize you're the best, you're our best representative. You are you are the hunter who we're going to send to British Columbia and then we're going to get you arrested for hunting, for killing an elk, I think in this country where you're not even allowed, you're not allowed to go, you know, because you're not, uh, you're not native that like you were born in the United States essentially. And uh, imagine being that guy and having to go, you know, mm -hmm. and like, th th so that's, this clip is about that guy and you hear him talking in the end of it. All right, here we go. In one sense, everything was on the line. Right, uh, because what what I know some really great leaders worried about is if we try to open that door and we fail, that door will never get opened ever again. When the time came to pick Rick, it was he was the best person for it, you know, because he was genuine. And if he was ever going to be put on the witness stand, this is what I thought in my head: who better to explain who we are and why we do what we do than Rick Dizitel? A ceremonial hunter in some of the religious beliefs uh, that are among the 12 tribes and stuff there, if they, ha if they have a death in the family, uh, they don't do no hunting for a year. And it's usually those families there that would call me up and, and ask me to, to provide a meat for that for that year. And I, it was pretty easy for me to go out there and, 
and provide the meat for them for that particular time uh, fit right in with my job description <laughs> as they, they say job description is whatever is written up that day <laughs> oh interesting this this wow. guy uh he goes to british columbia and kills an elk and gets himself arrested and then they get to work their way up the the chain of courts um it's this is called older than the crown and right now it's really only streaming on pbs.org and a part of this recommendal is go to pbs.org every now and then and watch what's <laughs> streaming there it's incredible guys yeah it's like it's hard to believe this thing you know and yeah, i uh, want to say we had some other we had a couple other things documentaries a while back that were pbs.org pbs.org only and if you yeah. have a a local pbs station you have access to it. It just asks you, "Hey, is your local PBS station this?" You say yes, and then you've got access. Yeah, you give them a you give them an affiliate, and I think you're in. That's how I ended up watching the the Ken Burns one. I I recommended the U.S. and the Holocaust, oh, yeah. and that was on there as yeah. well. It's very good. And yeah. I'll bet you most VPNs that have lots of U.S. hosts uh, would allow you to you know like connect to a US, an LA host and pick the LA station and watch PBS.org. Not that you should do that, but you should. Yeah. And <laughs> That you know, uh, older than the crown, like the name of it is pretty straightforward, right? Mm -hmm. This tribe has been around since way before the uh, you know the crown, whoever was the the king or queen of, of England came along. But it's really on England that they you know banished this whole group uh, off off of uh, British Columbia lands, mm. and it's just oh man, it's just fascinating. They're so uh, this is not one of those documentaries that's really slick. Like these people are not camera ready. They are not uh, you know they're just talking about their mm. experience and about how you know they live on the Columbia River their whole lives and there was a dam built and so the salmon stopped coming up to where they live and like. Gee, can we can we hurt these people some more? I mean, it's, it's insane. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's just like this really cool personal story of this re regular guy who happens to be a, a part of the Sinaixa tribe and gets chosen to you know to go to Canada and and why while, he, while he's there, they've also got a lot of footage of him just like and here's where uh, you know here's where a bunch of our great great ancestors are buried. <laughs> it's just like out in the woods, mm. and you're like, man. What a life, you know? I also find I, that kind of thing cathartic. I like history and yeah, I like yeah. I like being exposed to stuff where I was like, oh really that happened there? I know it. Yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah. Nate, what's the name in the streamer again on this one? Once again, once again, this is older than the crown on PBS.org. PBS.org. All right, everybody. Especially Christine. Shitoutofluck.com. You know where to go. <laughs> um, Scott, can you yeah. give us something light and fun and yeah. happy? You know what? It's li more light and fun than you think. I'm a little surprised by what I'm about to tell you. Here's my clip. I'll talk about it on the other side. Are you kidding me? Her entire arm looks like a dental mold, and you're telling me that there's nothing that we can do. She said he was provoked. Provoked? Have you seen this dog? It is a monster. I'm chasing it off of my property every other day. Well, she said he's never on your property. Well, then why don't you ask her whose shit I'm cleaning off of my driveway? Because it's not mine. Look, the dog doesn't have a history of violence. State law says he can't forcibly be put down. Okay, then what am I supposed to do? <sighs> Fix the hole in your fence. All right. We are talking about one of the most uh, highly rated films of the year, which surprised the living crap out of me when I heard about it. Uh, 2022 was a really strong year for horror movies in general. Very memorable stuff. Uh, Barbarian being probably my favorite of the year. Um, this is Megan, the story oh. about the weird little <laughs> robot girl that goes crazy, kind of Chucky style, and kills a bunch of people. Um, 
on that level alone, you might know what to expect. You'd watch this movie and go, okay, when's the first kill? And oh, how gory is this going to be? And all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It kind of isn't that. And first really? of all, it's PG. Okay. Th- first of all, it's PG 13. I watched the unrated version on Peacock. I don't know what they took out or sorry, added uh, or would have taken out for the PG 13 one, but it was hard to tell. It always, nothing in this was like super hardcore. Um, it has its scares and its moments, but it's mostly just like a really well-made movie. And in a, in a strange way, it reminded me of 80s movies like War Games came to mind for some reason, um, which is so, so weird because it's nothing like War Games, but there's something <laughs> okay. about the tone of it that's like War Games. Uh, yeah. The other movies would be like uh, Gremlins a little bit. Uh, the, the, the number five is a live movie somehow. Short circuit, and yeah. it's not—it's not it's, even a good so movie. But I guess you're hitting I'm, on, you're yeah, hitting on teenager things. Is the character kind of teenaged presenting? S- sort of. I mean, not really though. She's more like eleven or ten, like the girl that she's okay, been given okay. to. Mm-hmm. So I should say, Allison uh, Williams is the star of this from Girls and a million other things. Now she's she's great. Um, she's mm-hmm. she's this like brilliant toy designer. Works for this big, huge toy company, and they make these sort of robot-assisted sort of toys. They're famous for that, and they have a bunch of fake commercials in the movie and stuff like that. And her next big thing she's been working on forever is this doll that is very lifelike and can respond to your needs and protect you. And it's a lot of park-your-brain-at-the-door stuff, but they handle it really well. And it ended up being one of the most entertaining quote-unquote horror movies I've ever seen. It was just fun from top to bottom and never felt mean or horrible uh how do i i don't even know how to explain it like it just it was like the not mainstream but there's like real humor in it and it's not just dark humor and you actually you actually kind of feel for the stupid robot a couple of times the girl who's in there is this new zealand girl who's around that age 10 or 11 and she's this amazing dancer. She's known worldwide for dance competitions. <laughs> I imagine this is like her TikTok uh, led to the fame of being a robot girl. <laughs> yeah, right. It's very odd. Um, but she's she's really she's really great. Um, she's just an incredible, uh, you know, motion capture type uh, actor yeah. in the way that yeah. like Doug Jones or somebody is. Except in this case, it's this meant to be this little robot girl. Um, you never see her because this is a, sort of a mask on her face all the time, but mm-hmm. all her movements and stuff are just really good. Anyway, there's a lot of tech that's sort of hand-waved away to make this thing happen, to make the AI work and all of that. But it's a movie that knows that and deftly dances around it. Like, does just such a great job of saying, don't worry about that stuff. Just go with us here, is is the kind of push they, the movie pushes you through. And director Gerard Johnston, John Stone, however you say his name, surprised the living crap out of me <laughs> with Megan. And I and I wondered, how could this movie be like 95% uh, positive yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes? it's such a high rating yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah. I think I, I figured it out. It's not just a horror movie. This isn't for screams and thrills. It's for good acting. And the little girl who she uh, who she's with or is now her toy, which is her um, uh, Allison Williams' uh, character's niece in the movie, she's really good. And I won't get into why she's sad and needs a companion because that's a big part of the thing. I don't want to spoil it. Um, but all of that stuff just felt legitimate and um, earned. And it's hard to explain, but you know, when movies pull that off and you just don't have to think about it, it just works. Mm-hmm. That's how this felt. I really like Megan a lot. And if you're worried that you're going to go in there and get freaked out, you're not, it's not like that. 
um, kind of movie. They did Tina, an SNL Tina skit can, on it. Oh, they, they did, yeah. yeah. I missed that. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, Tina ruled this one out, said you can watch that on your own, but it sounds like I can try and talk her into watching it. Cause I it bet she'd like, like it, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to turn around and see if I can get Kim to watch it with me at some point, because I think she would like it. Like, I, it's, it's a Blumhouse uh, thing that should mean nothing but scary, ooh, awful blood, all that. It just isn't that. It's just, I mean, it has a couple of things that are a little like shocking, but it's none of it's ever like gratuitous. I don't think, um, not by, you know, it's PG 13 again. And again, mm-hmm. the unrated, I'd have to go look at the comparison. Cause I don't want to send people down a road and find oh, out yeah. that I was wrong about how much they left in or whatever. But, um, I really liked it. I thought Megan Scott, was great. Scott, have you seen the SNL skit? No. I haven't seen Chloe it. Chloe Feynman was born to play this <laughs> this character. She's yeah. absolutely perfect. I'll and it's the it it's out. the Aubrey Plaza episode, which that whole episode mm-hmm. was weird. Like every sketch was a little bit weird. Just a little weird. And so like this particular one was perfect for that episode. Kind of how Aubrey Plaza Plaza is always just a little bit yeah. weird. It, it fits yeah. nicely. <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it except it's just great. I don't know. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I'm not surprised there's a sequel coming. I'm not surprised it was such a crowd favorite or that it did so well in the box office. It gets its hooks into you and you, and you know, Brian, you always talk about how you really like gremlins. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I like that style of horror where it's like, you know, the first child's play had this for mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole, like machines, monsters gone awry and, and, or, or, uh, creatures supernatural creatures that somebody finds so this i think i'm i'm in for now yeah uh, by the way the unrated version so all i can find on it is that uh it's unrated because it restored various scenes which were trimmed or replaced for violence and language to secure a pg-13 rating so oh. it doesn't go into specific there are a but, couple uh, extra f-bombs i can tell you that and there are um it's not a lot though it's just kind of here and there and then they had there's no sex scenes I'm trying to think what was bloody movie puppet master <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, watched I it remember that. Sack, as a matter of fact, yeah. oh yeah, didn't we? Is there a is there because that was remember. a movie I watched when I was a kid and I absolutely loved it. It was so campy and <laughs> ridiculous. This is a this is, is a bit of that. There's some camp yeah. here, but it's not campy in a cringe way. It's actually well made. It, it's like the director and writers and everybody they know what they're in for, and so they just lean into what makes these work. And I I think it's great. I was so surprised. By it. And um, Scott, do you want a second movie? I, I think so. Um, I don't know how you do it, given how things end. <laughs> but I then don't again, know how you do it with the, the word Megan containing a three already? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Like make the. <laughs> I could make a make two for six? the. Yeah, Nick Sagan? You need Megan's, and then the S is a Megan's. two. See? <laughs> or no, that'd be a Z, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, it's, uh, I can see why they will do a sequel, but how they'll do it would be interesting. I don't want to give it away. The way they do it is pretty creative and it does lean into some modern concepts about data and the cloud and, and this sort of stuff. And I, I think it's just really well made. I, this is one of those things in the wrong hands. It's bad. That's it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the right hands, it turns out really good. And this turned out really good. So I would give you. Uh, a, a full throated recommendation for Megan, and it's currently streaming, I think, exclusively on Peacock. It is, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it says unrated, as long as you're okay with a little left bomb, and maybe, maybe there was a, you know, that the the Asian correspondent um, on the Daily Show, it's really funny. Um, Ronnie Chang, that guy, mm-hmm. he plays her boss, uh, Allison Williams's boss at the toy company. 
Oh, and he funny. is an, such an a-hole in this thing, <laughs> but he's really good in it. And his his demise, that's not a surprise. It's in the trailer. I think he gets attacked in the trailer. He's His demise is is a little gnarly. So maybe that scene was, was not cut as much for the unrated. I don't know. But you know how these unrated things go? They exaggerate what they do. It's like, oh, sure. unrated. What does that freaking mean? They left one F-bomb It's, it's in. almost more like a, yeah, like a ploy to get people to watch it rather than a, a serious, ooh, this, you know, this is going to be a tough watch. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, hey, it's unrated. Come check it out. Super fun stuff. And um, I do think actually Tina might enjoy it. I think, cool. I think, um, I, I didn't think I would say that prior to this for either of our wives. And I've t- totally changed yeah. my tone after getting to the other side. So. Right. Check it out. I That's Megan. Strap her down Ronnie. and make her watch it. That's right. Ronnie Chang is the best, man. I, yeah. Ronnie Chang got in a fight with Hassan Minaj the other night on The Daily Show, and it was classic. It was great. It was amazing. Yeah, they're talking because that all the talk about the Wuhan um, <laughs> um, COVID release thing again, and mm-hmm. had him on for that. That is a really funny segment if you haven't seen it. It's really good. All right. Those are your movies. They're going to all be up at quicktms.li. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure all these sound great today. I, yeah, I'll, all I four of them are all. already up there. Links to where you can get them. I don't have icons for Peacock or uh, PBS yet, but I'll add those uh, soon. But you just click on them and they'll go right to the streaming service where you can find them. Excellent. Uh, Nicole, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes. Keep having a great uh, week. Yes. We'll do this again next week. Randy, the same goes to you. And may, you know, may we all get free copies of Diablo 4. Bye now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, leave him with that. Zing. What's he going to do? He just has to do it now. He didn't say no. He didn't. No, he he didn't argue. He said, I, that, must, I, that sounds like a yes. That sounds like a yes. Yeah. All, right. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's get out of here. I got a quick. You didn't uh, hear it here first, folks. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a reminder, it is a brand new month. Literally the first of the month. Time to join us at Patreon. If you have not, uh, do it. Patreon.com slash TMS. It keeps the lights on, brings you no commercials, and brings you pre-show content every day, as uh, well as these rad little couch parties we do on weekend. Quick note of uh, programming for patrons. This weekend's p- couch party is going to be at 10 a.m., so an hour later mm-hmm. than we usually start uh, this show, and we'll be doing that on Friday. And I don't know what we're watching yet. We'll talk. We may keep either. going Might with maybe, uh, Doom Patrol or something. I don't know. Maybe more Doom Patrol, yeah. I kind of yeah. do want to get through that, but um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Brian and I'll talk about it. But anyway, if you don't know how it works or whatever, just pop in the Discord. Everybody will give you help and tell you how it works and all that stuff. Uh, that's coming up this weekend. Anyway, sign up today. Be our best friends at patreon.com slash TMS. All other things can be found linked at frogpants.com slash TMS. And now Brian's turn to play a song and request it for someone and happy oh. birthday them or something. Oh, gosh, I wasn't expecting this. Well, I guess I could do this one. Okay, Logan Drednecks wrote in and said, Hello, Scott and Brian. Mm. I'm officially getting fixed on March 2nd. That's tomorrow. That's right. Having a surgery that, that is making a vast difference to my <laughs> vas deferens. I love that. How come I've never heard anybody make that joke before? I it's don't brilliant. know. I love it. It's so good. I thought in honor of my efforts to prevent unwanted pregnancies, I would request a song from the cover master himself. Your choice. Great balls of fire. Born under punches. You decide. Uh, I can only leave my precious fate in the capable hands of the professionals today. I uh, love the show and look forward to seeing you all at TMS Vegas. Logan, a.k.a. Dreadnecks. Nice. Uh, well, you've got you've got one more day to get out of it. Uh, I've gone through it and the, just the didn't hurt. Didn't, uh, I mean, there was a little bit of pain after the, the meds wore off, but the biggest thing I remember is smelling the smoke from the cauterization 
yeah. as they were burning things, uh, burning things shut. <laughs> Ugh, so gross. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I'm smelling myself burn right now. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Did it hurt so, after? I've never heard of it hurts after. Does it hurt? No, okay. no. A little bit like a little dull ache kind of thing, but. Okay. Um, Nothing crazy. Yeah. All right. You just, uh, yeah, Red Fraggle's got it. You just get bags of frozen peas, and you'll probably want to throw those bags out afterwards. So <laughs> I mean, you, you got a thin layer of plastic separating from It's because Kim had to get the hysterectomy for other reasons, and so I was like, oh, I'm off the hook. I don't have to worry yeah. about this. Yeah. But also, here's the side benefit. If the world ends tomorrow and all the men disappear but me. Yeah. You can ladies? Repopulate the earth. Line up, ladies. We heard you. Let's go. Starting with you, Cat Dennings. Yeah, get in here. <laughs> I'll be on your Nick and Nora's playlist. Anyway, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to this. I went with the first choice because I've got a great version of it. It is, uh, you know, when you hear covers of Great Balls of Fire, you you pretty much get a cover of Great Balls of Fire. You get somebody else doing the whole Jerry Lee Lewis thing, except for this one right here. This is by a Teller, T-T-L-L. Telter, T-E-L-T-U-R. Maybe I should be wearing my fancy glasses. <laughs> Telter. Oh, I can see it. So, oh, sorry, it's tighter. Tighter. <laughs> T-E-I-T-U-R. Pretty close. Wasn't even an L. Yeah. L this whole time. Yeah. The L was coming from inside the house. Uh, this is a co- this is a cover of Great Balls of Fire that they included on the 2006 album Stay Under the Stars. If I wouldn't have told you this was a cover of Great Balls of Fire, it might have taken you a couple minutes to figure it out. It's that good. It's that it's that changing. Here is Titur with a cover of Great Balls of Fire. You shake my nerves. And you rattle my brain Too much love Drives a man insane You broke my will Oh, the thrill Gracious, it's the great balls of fire. I pull my fingers and I twiddle my thumb. I'm real nervous, but it sure is fun Come on, come on, baby You drive me crazy Oh, goodness gracious It's the great balls of fire Baby Oh, it feels good Oh, my baby I will love you like a lover 
shake my nerves and you rattle my brain too much love drives a man insane you broke my will Oh, what a thrill Oh, goodness gracious It's the great balls of fire It's the great balls of fire. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.